Hey y'all, welcome to Southern Bells. Hey y'all, it's Brittany and Beth. So we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's a late evening Sunday chat. And it I is. Okay. You, you, we had some things to do and you were just getting home from Disney and what matters is it gets done, right? Yeah. So the chaos of my day. <laughs> so my car broke down, right? I told you guys about that. And we had to take it to Subaru. Well, Subaru called me while we were on our trip that my car was ready. So my dad had thought about going to get it. And y'all, if I sound out of breath, I'm riding the bike while I'm doing this today. <laughs> but anyway, um, I thought my dad was going to be able to go get it and it didn't work out. So Nathan and I, after driving 16 hours yesterday, decided to drive the hour and a half to go pick my car up. So we get down there, jump in. I'm like, okay, it started. Well, that's a plus. That's the main thing they needed to fix. Yeah. So he goes ahead and leaves. And Ryman was going to go with me to go to Aldi's to get some groceries. Because we've been gone. So we cleaned out everything. Right. So I go to turn on my radio. And nothing works. <laughs> I'm like, okay, interesting. So I tried my phone, hooking it up to see if I could get it to play. Nothing, no sound at all. So then I tried calling Nathan on my Bluetooth. That wouldn't even work. So I was like, interesting. <laughs> so I turned the car off and started it back up, and I still couldn't get it to play any kind of audio through the speakers. So, That's like if, like if you're system freezes up like your computer they tell you to turn it on and turn it off yeah yeah that was a smart move I'm I credit on that one that's smart move. Well, I even went into the programming because my steering wheel has a programming right in and you can put reset to factory settings so I did that and still nothing So Hold what? on one second. Okay, sorry, I had to let the dog out. So I thought, I don't know what's going on with it. So I um, got out at Audi's. I called Nathan and I'm like, we're going to have to just take it back because something's still not right with the computer system. So he turns around. Ryman and I went ahead in and went grocery shopping. And he, he gets there, and he's like, well, give me your keys. I'm like, okay. He's going to try to figure out what's going on. So mm -hmm. he gets out there. He can't get the car to unlock. <laughs> so he comes in the store. He's like, where's your keys at? And I'm like, I just gave them to you. He's like, your car won't even unlock. And I'm like, great. Interesting. So they're going to have to tell it. <laughs> just like that your car won't even unlock <laughs> yeah my car won't even unlock so I'm like okay so they're gonna have to tow it from the Aldi's back to the dealership <laughs> so I'm like well I don't know he's like well go ahead and shop 
and then we'll see if we can figure it out. Well, in yeah. the meantime, he went back outside and trying to figure this out. Well, when I get outside, he's like, well, I got it to unlock, but he's like, I don't know why. He's like, you can't unlock it using the handle before it had that sensor in it, where right. if you have the key fob, you open the door, it automatically opens. Right. So, that's what my yeah, that wasn't working. And <laughs> I did learn something about my car. <laughs> my key fob doesn't have a actual like icon that shows lock and unlock. It uh -huh. has it has the lock button and the trunk button and the panic button. Uh -huh. So I didn't think that there was an unlock button on it. Well, he figured out if you push the Subaru emblem, that's actually unlock. I did uh not know that. <laughs> so that's how he got it unlocked. But needless to say, ended up having to take my car back to the dealership. So we drove basically three hours for... Just yeah. groceries at Aldi's. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, that, that <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then we tried not to get, like, let him go in anywhere because he spiked a fever last night. Right. Um, he had cold chills all day coming home yesterday, and then for some is reason, that, he ran right? a local fever. Is that why you drove the whole way? He wasn't feeling well? No, we had planned on it, and uh -huh. then the more we were driving, I thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to drive this whole way. I'm getting tired, and he's like, right. well, we'll just maybe get a room at the state line and just get up in the morning and drive the rest of the way, and I'm like, no, we need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to sleep in my own bed, but then when we got home, he had that fever, so I slept on the couch. <laughs> uh. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, so it was a, it was a trip. Is my he feeling, car is still at the dealership? Is he feeling better now? He just has a sore throat. I, but like we were talking, um, I don't. I'm sure you probably saw it on Facebook. They were showing pictures of the pollen over at Myrtle Beach on the actual ocean. Oh my gosh, my car has been covered in it. Um, it I did. Rain, it did rain. Um, what was it? Friday we had bad thunderstorms come through they closed the schools here Friday so it did wash a lot of it away which I'm thankful for because it was like Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I woke up my eyes were just mad and yes. I had gunk in them and it was bad that's what we were thinking maybe ours is is because we were going from such extremes of temperature change climate right. change the spike in the pollen, like everything yeah. down y'all's way is blooming, <laughs> and up here it's not. Yeah, uh, yeah, the pollen has been like the first day I noticed it on the car. The car was covered, and I'm like, "Is it time for this already?" I like, I know. I, it was like, oh. yeah. So, and it's really bad down here anyway. So, my mom. In the spring and summer, whenever she comes home from Virginia, um, she always gets sick because of Well, it. and that's what I told him before we even went. I said, we're going to come back. We'll have some kind of, like, allergy, respiratory right. stuff. It happens every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, that's probably all it is. I'm sorry, the pollen <laughs> down this way. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, we were talking about it coming home because we passed a few cars in South Carolina and mm -hmm. right in Georgia that were just yellow, <laughs> like yeah. completely 
it yeah. looked like they had like a dusting of snow mm-hmm. on them, but it was yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can really. I seen that that you're talking about um, down at the beach. Um, it was cozy. Yeah, and it, it's in our. It gets in our lakes like that because of all the pine trees that we have here. I mean, I know yeah. you guys, but it's like redundant here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's the pine falling. Yeah, that's what it is. And <laughs> well, here's a West Virginia crazy for you. Just the what? week before we left, uh-huh. um, in the uh, Panhandle, we're at the base of the Panhandle. So up in the further eastern part of the Panhandle where we live at, they mm-hmm. actually had to call the um, Environmental Protection Agency in because these people noticed like this heavy like dusting of what looked like smoke or soot or they didn't know what it was but it was ash like substance so they had to collect this and send it off well come to find out it was just a substantially high pollen count (laughs) (laughs) but they thought like they thought like airplanes had dropped out this stuff and they were panicking it was ridiculous (laughs) but it wasn't like it wasn't like yellow like some people think our pollen is green like will thinks it's green and i don't know why he thinks that but i I think think, it's neon (laughs) yeah like really bright it is bright it's a really bright yellow yeah um yeah yeah it makes me think about the high visibility that my husband has to wear for work like that color it's so bright Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like the hazmat, hazmat yellow green. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, precisely what it was, but it was crazy. So and I can now attest to your despise of South Carolina drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. It was the worst state we drove through. <laughs> well, the roads aren't the best either because we have the probably the worst roads in the United States, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They're really bad. So, even yeah. for 95 to be as bad as it was, it was crazy in 77. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 77. But yeah, did you? So, let's, you guys had a good time. The girls loved it. <laughs> we walked and walked and walked and walked <laughs> some more. It was great. We, um, so we met up with Beth and William for dinner and then we stayed <laughs> the night in Charlotte. And then we went to the Billy Graham Museum and Library, which totally worth the trip. It was amazing. And then we were planning on going to Savannah and maybe stay the night. So when we got to Savannah, we ate. And then I'm like, I don't know. I kind of don't want to stay here. It was really busy for some reason. I don't know what was going on, but it was ridiculous. So then we just drove on down. I found a room right on the beach at Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. We stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. So we stayed right on the beach and it was really nice. Um, Daytona was busy too because I didn't realize it. This was bike week. Oh, Will said that. He said, he said that. He said, when I told him you guys were staying in Daytona, he's like, I hope it's not bike week down there. But it, it bike- was bike week. It started, I think, Friday, Thursday or Friday. <laughs> is way different than how it is at Myrtle Beach. Like there's more room for all the people yeah. that it can accommodate it. But Myrtle Beach, when it's bike week or 
not only do okay i'm not saying this to be racist this is a real thing um so they have white people bike week and black people bike week right. i don't know why they're not together I, I i really don't know but whenever it's any type of bike week or jeep week or senior week you do not go there right because it's just crazy it's madness it, i mean it's crazy without that stuff anyway yeah. strand of it um and if you're a, a South Carolinian you just don't go to the Grand Strand because you've done it a million times yeah 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 it's not worth it right it's not worth it no <laughs> well and we're learning even as tourists like right. what we like and what we don't like because you can figure it out really quickly like if yeah. it if it's a big hot topic uh place you know it's going to be packed <laughs> yeah so- and the one thing about Disney, so Disney has decreased their COVID restrictions. However, mm-hmm. the only thing that they still have in place is that they still have limited number of admittance tickets per park. So oh. you still have to reserve your day at the park to make sure you have a spot at the park. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. Um couple of things like I learned the hard way the first day which I wish I told William I, I messaged him mm-hmm. and I'm like I know you're the travel planner so here you go <laughs> um the genie plus service if you intend on riding some of those big hot button rides is worth it I know mm-hmm. it's twenty dollars a person a day but if you intend on riding it's worth it because Otherwise, you're going to stand and ride in line for one ride for Forever. an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about with us, with the Genie Pass, we were able to schedule rides. And that gave us time to stand in line at some of the other rides that you couldn't do that for. Mm-hmm. So, with the exception of two rides, we got to do all of the ones that we wanted to do mm-hmm. one of them was the first day we went to Epcot and I didn't know this <laughs> so um the Ratatouille ride which was supposed to be a really good like 40 ride for kids um we just were not going to stand in line for 105 minutes <laughs> to mm-hmm. ride it and right. it from the early opening time, if we would have went to that ride first, we may have waited in line for 45 minutes versus that 90 to 105. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know that. <clears throat> so that was a learning point. We didn't ride that one. And then the new ride, that's the big one, is um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm-hmm. and we missed out on that one because we did have the lightning lane for it but when we went to go redeem it the ride had actually broken down oh so, no yeah so it was down for like two and a half three hours that day and they're mm-hmm. like well you can come back and redeem your spot later on in the day and by that point Nathan was like if it's been broke that long, I don't really want to get on it. And then the girls were afraid to get on it. And I'm like, well, I'll see if I can get my money back. So that's what I ended up doing. Well, that was good. And then there were a couple of rides that 
rhyming in our road, but Nathan and Ace wouldn't ride. Um, <laughs> Nathan gets motion sickness, apparently, and I didn't realize that I was afraid I was going to be the one to do it. Yeah. But started getting vertigo it does it to me too yeah he's pretty bad about it which surprises me you know with him climbing the towers and stuff and riding the spacer buggies right but um it was good um a couple of things like I'll commend Disney for is the parks were pristine for the most part um we went in a ton of the bathrooms when you have kids I'm sorry you do and me sorry too much information y'all but Aunt Flo so I was visiting restrooms frequently plus we were trying to keep up with washing our hands and making sure we were staying sanitized and stuff because there were several people that even just in the vicinity of you you could hear hacking and coughing and gagging and so um there was one restroom out of all four parks and the big Disney Springs shopping area that was not clean, not pristine. And I mean, like, no piece of toilet paper on the floor, nothing on the commodes, all of them fully stocked. They even had, like, sanitary napkins and tampons. Um, you, didn't, right. you didn't have to worry about um, paper towels. There was one that we went to, one out of all of them, just one. Wow that had um, a little bit of toilet paper on the floor and where people had thrown a dirty diaper on the floor. That is not at all the worker's problem. That is society. Come on, y'all. We can do better than that. Yes. I mean. adult that did that too. And to know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I told my daughters. I said, y'all, you see how hard these people are working. And we made sure to thank them because every bathroom you went into, there seemed to be like someone in there cleaning or freshening it up. Uh-huh. And we, we thanked them. I'm like, yeah. you know, I really appreciate you doing this. I appreciate right. the work that you do. And, you know, I'm ver- forever grateful that you all have done this and kept it this nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the resorts were all clean. You didn't see trash out around disney we talked to the staff about some of this stuff just because i was curious um they're really pushy on their recycling efforts and um so they have recycled things available in the rooms and everywhere throughout the parks and the resort um you know where where i live and i'm pretty sure it's the same probably the same way where you live because it's we're really rural um in the city, they have people that come out and pick up your recycling, but we yeah. don't have that where we live. We at. don't it's very hard right. to cycle where I live at because you have the- to do it yourself and then I- take it to these recycling centers. Yeah, so it's kind of it's easier just to throw it in the trash. I know that's bad. Yeah, just- you're yeah. no, you're right. So and then I think it should be available for the whole county right I agree why why do they just do it in the city why do they provide that in the city in the city you can put a couch out on the side of the road and they're going to come pick it up but here which is why people in the rural areas you'll see couches and things like dumped on the side of the road yep yep exactly pick up like the city offer that same luxury yeah I agree yeah 
Mm-hmm. So, and, um, and it was the same here. And then that's like, um, they had the recycling bins. We actually, we ate at a um, restaurant at a separate resort because I did find this out. You, If you're a resort guest, you can visit any and all of the resorts of Disney. Mm-hmm. And you get in there, you can check out their shops, their gift shops, their restaurants, their shows, um, their special activities. So we did that on um, Friday evening. We wanted to go for a um, horse-drawn carriage ride at the Wilderness Lodge. Fine. So Yeah, so we drove the truck over there, and we parked, and then we took their internal bus back to the um, loading area, and there's a restaurant back there, and we thought, well, we'll just eat here. We have time before the reservation. We'll go ahead and get dinner, and it was a family-style dinner. Oh, those are my favorite. Well, (laughs) I thought about William. I'm like, this would be right up his alley. (laughs) Aside from the salad. Yeah. But they brought, like, they bring you a salad out, and they bring you cornbread and a cast iron skillet, mm-hmm. and then they bring you a big plate of what they call their their meat and potatoes. So you get corn on the cob, you get little russet potatoes that are baked, you mm-hmm. get three or four different kinds of smoked grilled meat, mm-hmm. um, two different sides of barbecue. You had your traditional barbecue, and then you had your Carolina barbecue, and mm-hmm. then you get um you get dessert after that, right? So we um we decided that that's what we were going to do was going to eat there. Well, you know how in Tennessee they have like the Hoot and Holler and they have the Dixie Stampede and and right next door to this restaurant they have one of those dinner shows. Mm-hmm. And so we ate at this little um this little diner in that family style setting and stuff and that was probably our best meal that we had while we were at Disney. And it was it was not as overpriced as trying to eat at the restaurants inside the parks. I'm just going to throw that out there, y'all. Like, I did do, I ended up doing one character lunch. And mm-hmm. it was worth it because we got to meet Mickey and Minnie and Goofy. And they came into the restaurant and talked with us and stuff. But just to give you a perspective, it was not cheap at oh. all. Yeah. Would would I reconsider going forward? Yeah, we won't be doing that again. <laughs> Been trying to talk Will into doing the instead of doing going to Disney because on the cruise you don't have as many people as one, and you're always yeah. the characters are always there, and everything's included. Mm-hmm. So, I know it's different. You don't have the rides, but you get the time with the characters that you normally would have to pay an extravagant amount of money for. Um, well, and this is my other recommendation. And this is just speaking from my point of view and my experience. We saw several people that had little ones there. Mm-hmm. I think that even for Aisley, she was just a little bit too young. Mm. Um because naps no not naps because there were some things like an adult had to ride with her or someone that was at least 14 years old and Ryman's only eight so there were some of the spinny rides that are appropriate for little kids that Mm -hmm. she I wouldn't go on because I didn't want to get sick and Nathan wouldn't go on because he didn't want to get sick and Ryman couldn't ride with her so they didn't get to do 
Yeah. So then not only that, like y'all, we were gone from like six, seven o'clock in the morning until nine or 10 at night without going back to the resort. Some people do. Some people take breaks and go back to the resort and rest midday and then go back. Right. But we didn't. Um, we just did straight days and we were able to do everything that way. But I told the girls, if we ever go back, they're probably going to be like 14 and 16 when mm-hmm. we do because mm-hmm. they'll enjoy it more. Like yeah. they, they did enjoy it. They loved it. Don't get me wrong, but we could have spent less money and went to like Bush Gardens, Six Flags, um, <laughs> King's Dominion, some of these others where they could have just repetitively rode rides and rides and rides. And it, for they, me, Disney was more about the experience. Have they ever been to Dollywood? No. Uh-uh. They would like that too. I think. And that's what I mean. I think, yeah. I think if you're going to Disney for the experience of Disney, um, then yeah, the littler kids are going to enjoy that part of it. But if you're going for like the rides, Mm-hmm. You would you would get more for your money elsewhere, <laughs> right? Yeah, because because of their their ages and the time you and have the lines, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's like we we talked to different people while we were down there, and like one lady was talking to me at our resort pool because I do recommend that you have one rest day just because yeah. we put in well over a hundred miles, like according to my phone. Uh-huh. and my watch walking <laughs> so um it was a lot of walking each day was I think the least amount we walked was the first day we drove down but we still walked nine miles so it's a lot of walking <laughs> but this lady's like did you get a stroller and I'm like no my kids are six and eight they walk <laughs> and she's like well mine are seven and nine and I got a stroller <laughs> I'm like I love y'all, but I'm not pushing your butts around. <laughs> I bet they slept good every night. They did. They did. And the rooms were nice. And like I said, you couldn't have asked for it to be any cleaner. Mm-hmm. And the, the staff was all helpful. And it was it, it was a good experience overall. It was worth it. It was a good trip. That is great. I'm glad you guys cool. had it. I just, like I said, I think if we go back again, it'll be when they're a bit older. <laughs> we we could go do Disney every year but gosh yeah it's expensive expensive. I don't think that would be a trip that I would want to take every year yeah I mean we have family members that do and I have one family member tell me today that they've been there three times this year and I'm like but her husband's in the military and they get lots of discounts so they can go that often yeah right well this is true too yeah this is true yeah, so meanwhile, back in South Carolina, I know that when we were talking earlier, we said we didn't have anything planned as far as, like, something from the Bible, yeah. like we do a verse, but I was thinking, I read something great today, so South Carolina had, like, engulfed in the Murdoch murder trials of his son and his wife that happened down in the low country. And I don't know how West Virginia is set up, but we have the low country, the Midlands and the upstate. Well, I live in the upstate of South Carolina 
and they're in the low country, which is by the ocean. And there's, there was a string of like bodies over the course of the years attached to the right. same. And one of them was their housekeeper. Right. And the housekeeper one day supposedly fell down the stairs and hit her head and, um, eventually died a couple of weeks later from it well she was never woke up to say what happened well really? the Alex Mur Alec excuse me Alec Murdoch told the sons of this woman that you know just just let me take he's a lawyer his family ruled over the low country for over a hundred years and um He's like, let me handle everything for you. We'll sue my insurance for wrongful death. He, they said the dogs tripped her and she fell down the steps. And then um, we'll get you guys some money. Well, they never got the money because he was also stealing all of this money from his clients. He got like $4.2 million and he never gave it to them. Well, one of the, of the, of the, of the housekeeper spoke up today and I just want to read what he wrote. Um, mm -hmm. Give me one second to pull it up uh, because it was an amazing response. So um, he said, first he says he was debating on posting, but I'm going to do it. And here, here's what he says. This is for encouragement to give God glory and lift up his name to bring us closer to him. Guilty, not guilty. I don't care. Each person has their own belief and opinion about the trial and verdict. Some are happy, some are not. A lot of people are shocked and it has impacted a lot of people both ways. I have been asked what I think if I'm a ask if I'm okay, have heard, let's just say negative things about him. Well, here's his response. This is what he said. My heart goes out to him, his family and everyone involved. I pray and hope anyone involved in it in any way knows and sees God can use this for his glory. I hope this brings people close to God and that they don't have a relationship with him that they will want one. I pray everyone has and finds peace. I feel we are trying to make other people hate each other because of the actions. It's wrong. We're supposed to be forgiving. I don't have an opinion because all I can think about is when they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone, John 8, 7. Who am I to condemn? Because just like it says in the Bible, you hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye, Matthew 7, 5. God is the final judge and we are all going to have to answer to him. Not saying there should not be any consequences for actions, but what you say or do affects everyone and says a lot about you. We don't have to be rude or disrespectful. Judas betrayed Jesus too, but Jesus still feeds him and washed his feet. But we don't want to talk about that. How this child, and I, and he looks no older than any of my children. And this is what I said. I shared it. I said the words from someone who truly knows God, no judgment whatsoever from this young man when he is, entitled to have it i mean mm -hmm, his mom mm -hmm. died zooming her body it's the best response i could have ever read and this oh, holds so many things like so many yeah. 
conversations, not just this particular one, but before you pass judgment and speak those words into existence or post those words on your social media, think back to what this young man is saying. And he lost his mom and he knows God. And this is a true Christian. Well, yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. And not only that, but, you know, as he said, you without sin cast the first stone. He Mm -hmm. realizes that no matter how he feels, that's not going to impact the circumstances. But how he reacts is what matters. Exactly. It's the same for all of us, you know. Y'all, marriage is not easy. It is it is not. Anytime you take two imperfect human beings and you Mm -hmm. put them together, you're always gonna have some kind of conflict somewhere Mm -hmm. along the line. Right. What it boils down to is, are you going to sink or swim? Are you going to put in the work and the effort or are you you just going to call it quits? And sometimes it comes to that. Sometimes it comes to the point where you can't do it on your own. Literally, you can't. It cannot be a one-sided marriage. One person cannot fix the circumstances or the situation. It's impossible. It requires two people to be willing to work on it. Mm-hmm. But it, it just as he said, you know, you can't look at the plank in your own eye if you're pointing out the speck in someone else's eye. Mm-hmm. And we're quick as a society to condemn. We're quick to see the flaws in everyone else. And sometimes it's because it puts us under a magnifying glass and we don't want to be the one exposed. Right, exactly. Right? right, right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, my marriage goes through like an ebb and flow. It seems like sometimes there are some really, really hard times, and more times than not, I have literally felt emotionally done, like just to the point of I cannot do this anymore. Done, mm-hmm. and. God always reminds me of just what you said in those scriptures and it's confirmation that God, God listens when we pray. Right. And we have to be willing to put aside imperfections and accept that they are also washed in the blood of Christ. If they have asked for forgiveness, we are to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I thought about when I was reading this, of course, they found this man not guilty. I mean, found him guilty. They could not find the murder weapons. I mean, anyone who anyone has known about this trial is brought this big thing. I mean, this has been two years unraveling, probably mm-hmm. longer than that if these other murders get tied back to them after they exhume all the bodies that the trail is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but. The thing about it is, if this man, and I can't say he did or he didn't, it's not my place to judge. I don't know what happened. I I wasn't there. Only God and the people who there knows. If he did do this, did he make sure his family was saved before he took them out? If he did it? Right, right. That's what, that's what my mind keeps going back to. If he felt like he had to do this, that he had to kill his son because his son was in a boating accident that killed another girl. And he was he was he was about to go to trial and it was going to cost millions of dollars for a wrongful death for that. And so take out your son, you take out the problem is what a lot of people are saying. And the mom was the sole owner of their 
property. Mm-hmm. So he'd inherit that and then sell it for his other problems to pay back all the money that he had stole from the other people is, is what they're mm-hmm. saying. But wouldn't, wouldn't you make sure, I don't know, the devil had this man, this family. I think the devil had this whole family. Um, well, you, you say this, and, and I agree with that. But I'm going to share something from you with Disney that I, the, only, the only thing that I felt uncomfortable about, okay? Okay. I know, you're like me. We like spooky things, right? Uh-huh. So there is this one attraction that is a spooky attraction. It's not like over the top spooky, right? Like it wasn't like scare you like a haunted house would scare you because it is appropriate for younger kids. Both of my girls went, but there was one issue I had with it. Okay. At the end of this ride, and I'll be honest with you, my sweet friend, I was blessing the name of Jesus and rebuking any of these demonic forces of coming onto my family. Um, at the end of this one ride, you're in this room and it's, you know, portraying like these ghosts and stuff. And you can see like these um, holographic, isn't that what they're called? Holograms, holograms, mm-hmm. I think of like these ghosts in the very last part of this ride it says and they will now take on your body until eternity and it like it's a hologram and a mirror of these ghosts entering you oh my goodness yeah right so scary yeah, yeah. So that was the one thing that I was like, Lord Jesus, I, this makes me uncomfortable. I rebuke this in the name of God, and I I ask forgiveness for exposing my children to this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't know that. I didn't expect that. So I'm not saying that, you know, Disney is Satan, y'all. I'm not. I'm just saying like that one particular circumstance is how vulnerable we can be as individuals though. And if we're not prayed up. Yeah. And they can attach to you. Yes. And and that's what this was portraying. And if you're not prayed up and you're not ready and you're not able to discern and recognize, Hey, something here ain't great. Like those Spirit could very well be using that as an entity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I totally agree. I mean, how many times with Hunter Dale have I been like, son, that negative energy is attached to you. We got to get it off of you. And, and my kids yeah. say, hey, she's been in there with the essential oils and the sage and and all of that stuff, just trying to trying to get rid of the negative energy. Um I don't know if things like that are truly real uh, or not, but I am not going to just sit back and let it take over if it is. Well, if it's I, not something to mess yeah. with. Like, I felt right. like in that situation, like, I'm like, holy cow, like, you're openly inviting this. Like, no, no, I am not okay with this. Uh-uh. <laughs> I won't even turn stuff like that on the TV, but it's the true crime stuff that really bothers me, and I don't know how I got so in trapped in that trial so you'll just kind of know though too if you all go to disney like that ride is the one that like uh okay and it was the um tower of terror oh that one yeah i've about that one before yeah and which i was i was literally shocked but that was the one like in the storyline like i was picking it up early on and i'm like hmm 
Where's this going? Yeah, where's this going? But then when they did that with those holograms, I'm like, oh, this is crossing a line, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, same way they use, like, big sporting events and concerts, Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. like that, portray different types of demonic or... Well, just look at the Grammys or whatever it was there the other week, and, like, they... They use those avenues to open it up in society. And if you're not prepared and you don't have a spirit of discernment, then it's easy to be led astray. It's easy. You know what is even more like you and I will talk frequently, like daily. Yeah. Like I kind of left you guys alone. You were on vacation, you know, this past week. Have fun with your family. But Sometimes we don't even know it's happening to each other. And like, I can't recognize it, but you'll say, hey, friend, you need to rebuke that. You need to, you know, and you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it sneaks in and it just invades everything. And you you just got to take a stand to it. And sometimes you don't know it's happening. Like, as spiritual as you can be, if you talk to God every day, you still don't know what's happening. Someone needs to point it out to you. Someone, you need to have that friend who can say, hey, this is what I see happening, you know. Well, and I was listening to tidbits of a, a um, it was a, a audiobook. And the one thing that she was talking about, she was talking about like, even in your relationships, like you can't go and talk to uh, someone that is going to go right along with you and tear down the person that you're telling them about or trying to confide in them about because that's going to feed negative energy into the situation. Right. You need to be able yep. to talk to someone that's going to be Switzerland and be like, listen, this is what, just what you said. This is what yep. I see. And this is what I suggest. And maybe have you thought about it in this way? Because that's what's going to make change. Like we, mm-hmm. like we were talking about marriage. The ones that go to those that are just going to say, oh, yeah, he's he's a piece of crap or, oh, yeah, she's she's evil or, you know, she's doing this or that or he's doing this or that. You're going to end up in divorce. Right. You're right. I mean, you're going to end up there. I have been through that before in my life. I have a really close friend who has had lots of her husband has tried her like they have had. He has had so many problems. I'm a fan of his. I love him. Um, but I have never once said you need to make him go, you know, I'm like, what can we do to help him? What can we do? What's it all of y'all and help him get through this thing that he's going through. And I'm probably the, and she'll tell you, I'm probably the only person that has never said you need to leave him. Right. Right. no, you know, I mean, emotionally damaging, yes. I don't think well, did you did. you know, though, that, like, statistics, and, and I know that sometimes this is kind of like, this is a hard topic for you just because you went through a divorce and you've dealt mm-hmm. with that separation. And we've talked about that on a personal level. And I feel like it's it's different circumstances from than what we're referring to right now. Right. Exactly. You know, we have always said anytime there's an instance of abuse or anytime there's right. an instance of danger or severity or, you know, infidelity, I'm sorry. I think even God understands those circumstances. But exactly. it's one of those situations, too, where, you know, 
if you just up and quit because the going gets tough, you think the grass is going to be greener on the other side? Like, you're still going to have to take care of that grass, too. Like, it it's just one of those things, like, if you're going from one relationship to another relationship just because things get hard, then you're mm-hmm. not going for the right reason. Like, you're not truly recognizing that, hey, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You, and you have to recognize when you feel that, and I've said this for many years, when you feel that disconnection, because it's going to happen. I mean, and that's one thing like you have yeah. helped me tremendously yeah. with is just yeah. reminding me, hey, William and I have crap too, but you just got to remind yourself, hey, some things are worth fighting for. Pull yeah. it out of the closet and say, this is what I feel. This is where we're at. This is what we need to do. Let's make it happen. <laughs> and even does that now. Like he told me not too long ago, we we need some time. Like, um, we've been working a lot with, with, with the wedding, with my studying, you know, our lives have been hit or miss and it's been hard, but he was like, Hey, we, you know, we need some reconnect time. We need to go camping. Let's go camping for your birthday. Let's, we just, yeah. and when he starts recognizing it, um, and I'm like, yeah, I 100% agree with you. It makes me feel like, Hey, he's listening. He knows that I I can feel this and he can feel this and we're voicing those opinions out loud. And and you value that. You yeah. value that. Well, yeah. that's like, I'll be honest with you. Like I was thinking on my way home from our vacation, like my husband and I didn't really talk. I mean, we, we did not have conversation. Like we did not like you and I can sit and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And like this trip, like we didn't, like any conversation we had was about uh, planning or like, what do we need to do or correcting of the children? Like there was no like connection. Does that make sense? Yes, because I feel the same way. It is so funny that you say that. I went to go eat with Will the other night, um, last night. It was last night. It was this is crazy. And we were, we were talking about like, he was on his phone. He's will is 100% always on his phone all the time, all the <laughs> time, like all the time. And we hardly ever talk about anything unless it's something about the kids or, but right. some, uh, um, we were talking about money and I asked him if he got money out of the ATM twice in one day. And he is like, why does it matter? I'm like, well, first off, I want to make sure they didn't charge us twice. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care for you getting the money. And I'm like, well, what did you buy? And he was like, why does it matter? I'm like, because I'm interested in what you did. It's not like saying you can't get the money. I'm just wanting to know, you know, what you did. He's like, well, you don't ask me when I, when I go to the gas station. I'm like, well, I know what that is. You know, (laughs) like I ask you, I'm like, that's because you don't care what it is I care because I'm trying to have a conversation with you about what you needed and we could talk about it you know like and well so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest because it makes me laugh <laughs> Beth has said that I'm a lot like William <laughs> and this just totally confirms it <laughs> like to a T because we just straight up had this same conversation a while ago me and Nathan and I'm like I swear as you're telling me this I'm like yep well I'm right there with you buddy (laughs) 
tell Will everything I bought and why I bought it and what it's for. And I got this girl's. But to hear your perspective of that you're just trying to communicate makes me look at my own husband and think, was that his way of communication? Like to me, that's not how I communicate. (laughs) But (laughs) it's just what you're saying. Like there's a genuine reason behind it. Whereas to me, I'm like, I'm thinking the the same thing William is. Like, what's it matter? (laughs) What's it matter? He thought I was attacking him for spending money and I'm not. I just want to know what you were doing. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for to go do something with. It. What did you do? What did you buy? I just, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you because I am interested in what you did. Yeah, right, right. And I can see where he's coming from, but then yeah. it gives me a different perspective because I'm like, well, you know, that's just that reminder that we need to offer grace. And that's what this author was talking about in this book. She said, we call that our grace space. Like, I don't think like he does. He doesn't think like I do. Right. He doesn't want to know some of the things I want to know. And I don't want to know some of the things that he wants to know. But I don't need to have an attitude when he asks. Because maybe that's his way of showing love. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's all it amounts to. was like you're trying to show love to William by asking and being interested. Yeah. And in his head, he's like, why are you nagging me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I have another funny story to tell you. I know we've been on for a while, but this is so funny. My brother comes in last, maybe it was sometime this week. So I had to go pick up my niece from the ball field because my other niece was running late at her ball field. He calls me, asked me to go pick her up. I guess it was Monday or Tuesday. Starting my decline of my workouts that day for this past week. It was horrible. Anyway, um, he comes in to pick up my niece and he he, we're talking and he was like oh Anna listen to your we're listening to your podcast out there in the car and my niece looks over at me and she says you have a podcast I said yeah and I forgot that it was I like I tied my niece Anna into it because yes I know yes. oh it must have been the same day it was Tuesday and um and Taylor was like you didn't you didn't talk about me I'm like well it's kind of not like that it just kind of ended up that way and this Anna was kind of similar to our Anna and she was like but you didn't talk about me and I'm like no she was like I said and and she started talking I said well we kind of on this particular day it was like a bible verse and and she was like I read the bible and I'm like oh and, I, and and she said yeah but it was it was funny because I asked her you know what's your favorite chapter in in the what's your favorite you know book of the bible that's what i said she said the bible like, <laughs> she's like the bible is a book aunt beth and i was laughing at her and it was so funny and then i was like well you can come on the podcast if you want to one day taylor and tell us everything you like about the bible and she's like no i can't and i'm like why not she said because there'll be people there i'm like oh no, bless her heart Nobody there but me and you and she's like but people will hear it out in public and i'm like what are you talking about? Nobody's going to see you. And she was like, I can't do that. And she uh-huh. said, all the publicans will be looking at me. And I'm like, what's a publican? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw your post about yeah. that. I'm like, I love it. People who are out in public. So Taylor, if you guys listen to this, and Beth talked about you, not all of your softball things that you wanted me to say, but the funny parts that we talked about. Nobody, um, not not that nobody wants to hear about your softball, but I think the the Bible talk was funnier and the uh, words she Publishing. made up. Said, and this is what she said. She said, 
I can make up words if I want to because my last name is Oxford and I can put it in the Oxford Dictionary. I love it. And hey, Taylor, listen to this. So listen, about yeah. probably seven or eight years ago, maybe there was a word, maybe 10 years by now, um, adorkable, like, right? My brother and I would joke about this. I just read in a paper this week that it has been added to the dictionary as a legitimate word. So maybe Republicans will be added. What does that mean? Adorkable. It's a combination between a dork and awkward. You're socially awkward in an adorable way. You're adorkable. I love that word. How crazy though, right? So there, there, we're lifting you up, sweet girl. You've got a future in the Oxford Dictionary. (laughs) And it is our last name. (laughs) Yeah, but I want to share one thing to kind of close out because I feel like it kind of goes along with what we talked about. There's two things from the Billy Graham Museum that I want to share. One was I absolutely loved what his wife had put on her tombstone. She had put... um, end of construction at the end of her tombstone and like I thought how amazing is that because you think about it when you get to the end of road work there's always a sign that says end of construction and Mm -hmm. she's like she wanted that to be on her tombstone end Mm -hmm. of construction like she's she's made it to her final resting place right Billy Graham had put this quote up and it says someday you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead don't you believe a word of it I shall be more alive than I am now. I will have just changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. That's in the library, isn't it? Yes. How amazing is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just changing my address, y'all. Like I, 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 Because I tell people this, and this is going to be on my grief talk on Tuesday, so be prepared for it. Um. I tell people this all the time, like our, our loved ones that pass on don't truly leave us when we live through them, when we take yeah. on the qualities of them and their positivity and the things that we remember the most and share that they live on through that being shared. They yeah. live on through that. That is so funny that you say that because when my mom was down, um, me and the girls wear a lot of leopard and my I never wore leopard until my aunt passed away she wore leopard everything every single day and even a lot of us wore leopard to honor her so that is the same way she is living here with us daily because I can guarantee you one of us is going to have leopard on every day right see Mm -hmm. so she lives on through you and that's like with um Ruth Graham with her her statement it says end of construction thank you for your patience like it's again y'all we need that grace we Mm. need to be reminded of that grace in other people just as well as ourselves yeah that is it's been a good sunday talk it has been good catch up yes i hope that you guys have an amazing week and prayer requests, you know, we want to continue to lift up baby Eli. He had surgery. He's doing well. He's home, but he's going to have to have another surgery. So we need that to keep poor little Ella, he's probably had more surgeries than anyone I've ever known. Uh, yes, he has. So- he has. He's a fighter. He is. He's amazing. And God has great things planned for him. But then mm-hmm. to like, just continue to remember my husband that he feels well in our household, that all these ickies are cleared out and the pollen does not take over. <laughs> it could probably be better tomorrow if it's the pollen. Two days yeah. out of his system. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
but then just, you know, remembering like families that are dealing with that, that lack of peace and that lack of acceptance when they've lost a loved one. And I know a lot of times it's when it's more unexpected, but then also I feel like people that are dealing with terminal illnesses, even though it's expected, you feel like you've been robbed. You feel like, exactly. you feel like you've been robbed. Um, I, I do know one thing, like I'm coming into a new season of my life where I'm learning I think more and more and, and and appreciating each season that God brings me through because it's just a reminder that we're always changing, but he is always there. Right. You can see him in every one of those seasons, every one of the trials, every one of the tribulations and every one of the victories. He's there. Yeah. Amen. Grant. Sure he is. But I think it's my turn to pray. I'm so excited. We will, we'll just go to prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence. God, we're thankful that we're two or more gathered. You're there among the mission. Lord God, we know we have felt you here today. Lord, we're thankful that you do give us that spirit of discernment. God, we're thankful that you do allow us to call upon your name when we have needs. Lord, we've lifted up these names to you this evening. We pray that you'll just continue to bless and be with them. Lord, we pray for both of our mamas, that they continue to heal and get their strength, Lord, and their independence back. And God, we pray for those victories of those breaking chains of bondage that you're helping them overcome. Lord God, we pray that you will just continue to help us to fight off those generational curses, Lord, that try to anchor us down. Lord, Lord, we rebuke them in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we pray that you will just give victory to those that are struggling with whatever it may be, Lord Jesus, that you will just lend your hand to them, that they will reach out and take hold. God, your word reminds us that it's those times that the anchor holds, that you never leave us nor forsake us. You never leave us begging for bread. Lord, you take care of us the same as you take the sparrows of the air. Lord, we're thankful that you bless us, you watch over us, you continue to protect us. God, we pray that you will just Continue to use this platform to lift up your kingdom, Lord Jesus, that if there might be one come to know you through our words and our sharing, Lord, it is forever worth it. God, we're thankful that you've blessed us with this friendship and our families to come together, Lord God. We just lift this up in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Happy Sunday, friend. Sunday. You have a good rest of your night. I hope you get some rest. Thanks. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.